Grand Risings and good afternoons to all of you guys. Okay, whether you've been up for a few hours or just now waking up about of your bed on this magnificent Monday, I wanted to come and share with you guys something that is very important for us, not only as women, um, as men as well, okay, as human beings in general. It is the importance and the benefits of crying, the importance and benefits of crying. I've been listening to this excellent teacher. I believe that if you're trying to share information with others, you should also um, constantly be like curious and seeking out uh, information to better yourself that you practice yourself. Then that way you can pass it on to others. Uh, maybe it'll help them, maybe not. Um, so one of the teachers that I enjoy listening to as of late is his name is Baba Zoo. His name is Baba Zoo. Um, I do not know how to say his last name and I don't want to butcher it. And so out of respect, I'm going to call him Baba Zoo. Out of respect, I'm going to call him Baba Zoo. And so uh, one of the things that he helped, one of the things that he helped teach us, I'm sorry, that's one of my kids. One of the things that he kind of helped teach us is that crying actually releases a lot of stress hormones um, within your body. And it also has a spiritual connotation to it as well. Um, there's a beautiful text that says that when you cry, the creator collects all of your tears into a vow. Um, even if you do not follow that particular religion, let's just think about the thought process of that and how beautiful that is that someone will take that much tedious, um, tender care and concern to literally collect each drop that you cry out of your eyes whether that's tears of joy, tears of sadness, tears of sorrow, tears of frustration, you have tears of anger. There's different reasons why people cry. And so this is one of the things that we have actually tucked away. And actually, unfortunately, in today's society, a lot of the times, <clears throat> um, if you're a man or a woman, you actually would get made fun of for expressing yourself in tears. So I will al always uh, caution you guys to find a safe place find a safe place to be able to express yourself in that way if you have children go into the bathroom right um, wash your face and allow yourself to feel yourself in that moment love yourself in that moment and know that you are releasing something beautiful and you will feel so much better afterwards right um, whether it works sometimes you got to hit up the bathroom or maybe go out to your car um, wherever you are it is the best place to, to kind of find somewhere that's safe for you you don't want to just be crying out here um, in front of anybody because some people are sadists by nature and they enjoy that type of stuff um, so we want to make sure that we're expressing ourselves and as Baba Zhu would say we want to make sure that we are finding somewhere that is safe for us to kind of express our truest selves and so if that happens to be by yourself that's okay um, you are born alone you actually die alone and we encounter other people whether that's through familial uh, relationships business-wise friendships, lovers, husbands, wives, you know, the whole nine, right? Kids, those are all people that we just encounter on our journey here. They will not die with us. Okay. And so they, they, they were not born with us, right? Um, unless you have twins, like I do, I have two sets of twins. They were born together, but they're still individuals, right? They had their own birthing experience. You will have your own dying experience. It is in between that, that we uh, share and we kind of encounter with each other, this thing that we call life within that journey. Okay. And so sometimes on a journey of life, you encounter things that's going to make you cry. Um, I cried at the birth of my children. Um, I've cried tears of joy. I cried tears of frustration, tears of anger, um, tears of sadness, tears of sorrow. And they can come from very deep places. Right. And so that's why 
I'm going to say this again. I'm to caution you guys to find a safe place to cry because uh, some people would actually um, misinterpret your tears and they actually personalize your expression of emotions um, according to their lenses and their filters of reality within their own mind. And if they're not on the same wavelength as you are, um, if they're like a sadist or a narcissist, they will actually kind of take that and make it seem like that you're either weak or, you know, toughen up, but that's their filter of their experience, how they choose to journey through life. Um, and that's an unhealthy way. So you want to choose the healthy way, which is to be able to find a safe place in Christ. I wanted to come in and bring an expert in. His name is Luke Cunninghouse. Okay. He's going to talk about the health benefits of crying. Um, not only does it have spiritual benefits, according to Baba Zoo, he said that all women should weep and all women should cry. And that is something that brings you into your most magnificent feminine space. I'm going to say that again. Baba Zoo says that all women should weep. All women should cry and it brings you into your more significant space of femininity. And I think that's just so beautiful. A lot of times when we think being a woman is just having breasts and maybe getting on our PMS and having babies, right? Getting married, you know, being someone's wife or, you know, uh, working and making our way, you know, women can work, uh, you know, the future is female type things, but those are all strong roles. And those are all strenuous roles, right? They could be extremely rewarding, but they're strong and they're strenuous. And so for us being women, since we have to nurture people, um, since we have to wear so many different hats, Baba Zoo says being able to cry is bringing yourself into that feminine space. You are actually soothing yourself. Um, your tears is a form of self-love. Um, and if you wanted to add an addendum on top of that, there is a creator somewhere that is uh, capturing all of your tears in a vow. That's how precious uh, your expression of sorrow, your expression of pain, your expression of grief, your expression of anger or of frustration, right? Your expression of joy and ecstasy and love and orgasmic expression. Some people cry during sex. Um, I've done that as well. Uh, TMI, not to, not to give away too much information, but there's different reasons we can cry. And there's a creator that collects every last drop of your tears in a vow. Um, and I think that that's very beautiful to show that your expression of those emotions, which is this liquid, this salts and this water, right, is, is very important to something outside of you. So that's just an addendum. If you guys wanted to take it, you can take it or leave that thought process um, outside of the health benefits, outside of the spiritual benefits. There is someone that cares. There is someone that cares. And so I'm going to um, bring this in right here. This is coming from Luke Cunningham's um, YouTube channel. You guys can go check him out. And the title of the video is The Health Benefits of Crying. Okay, let's jump right into this and let's strip away the shame and strip away the dogma and the taboo behind uh, us crying. And let's learn how to cry more and cry a river. We feel so much better after we've had a good cry. So I've started looking into this because, if, you know, crying is looked at very negatively. You know, uh, uh, crying is seen as a weakness. You know, we build a mindset which is very negative towards crying, you know. And it comes with all of these stigmas and all of these belief systems that we've grown up, you know, grown up with as we were children. You know, whatever perspective our parents had on crying or our teachers, if they told us not to cry, if they told men, be a man, don't cry, or women, that's a sign of weakness, don't cry, put a smile on your face. But it doesn't change the truth that most people say they feel much, much better after they've had a good cry. 
And at the end of the day, we need to take, take a step back and see that crying is a natural process in the human body. You see, our bodies wouldn't have made any mechanism that can harm us. Every single mechanism in the human body is an intelligence which is made, which is made to actually add benefits to us. You know, we get a pain. Okay, we look at pain negatively, but hey, that's a symptom. A symptom is always not negative. A symptom, if looked at the right time, we can take the right action, and that could have been your early warning signal. You see, so we constantly get signals and symptoms, so the body is always doing the right things at the right times. It's humans that do the wrong things. So when I break down into our research the benefits of crying, number one, there are three kinds of tears. One is our reflex tears, you know, whenever there's a little dust that gets into eyes, our eyes or smoke or debris or anything like that, we start tearing up. That's the body's natural defense mechanism to, you know, kind of lubricate the eyes and remove that dust or that smoke or that debris from our eyes. Then we have our basal or continuous tears. This is for our lubrication. You know, if I ask you to keep your eyes wide open and stare at me, have a competition right now, you'll find that you start tearing up, you know, without blinking, you start tearing up. These are called our continuous tears or our basal tears, which, are, which is required for lubrication. We need continuous lubrication. That's why when you have a dry eye syndrome, your doctor gives you lubricants or drops because uh, it could actually worsen your condition if your eyes continue to be dry too long. And then we have emotional tears, which are stimulated by a negative emotion or sometimes even a positive emotion. Have you ever cried because you're overly happy? You're excessively happy. Have you ever cried when someone's praised you? That's a positive emotion that also leads to crying. And then you have the negative emotions like hurt, betrayal, anger, pain, and all of that stuff that also leads to crying. So what are the benefits? The beauty and the science behind the emotional tears is number one, it starts to release. There are stress hormones and toxins found in emotional tears. So number one, if you're trying to detox your liver, it doesn't mean you have to cry. I'm just saying that crying is a necessary function for the human body. And in those tears are found several stress hormones which are present in our body. So when we cry, we actually stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relax relaxation response. Most of us think that when we're crying, it's stress. But you see, that's where we're wrong. The science shows us that when we're crying, we are actually uh, stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest, relaxation. So we cry, or crying is the body's way of putting you into, into your uh, rest and digest, which is non-stress, non-fight and flight. So crying is actually good for our stress levels. The problem is when we hold it in us and it builds up into more anger, more frustration, more hurt and more betrayal, our cortisol, adrenaline, all of that and our stress hormones increase and flood our blood. So you see, crying is not a negative response. It is a positive response to actually relax the body, to relax our arteries, to move toxins in the form of our tears out. So that's one point. Number two, when we cry, we produce oxytocin. Oxytocin is a chemical that helps us to feel better. We also produce something called endogenous opioids. The simple word for that is endorphins. We produce endorphins when we run, when we exercise, the feel-good hormones. So we know today that crying can actually even reduce or dull your pain. So you see when we get hurt and we have tears that come up in our eyes but we hold back because we want to show that we're strong, but crying is actually producing more and more oxytocin and endorphins that can dull pain. You see the intelligence of the human body. So if we're in pain, instead of trying to show that we're strong, 
let the tears flow because that is producing chemicals like oxytocin and endorphins that can help you dull your pain, improve your mood and help you feel better without your body staying in the fight and flight response which is the stress mode which further affects your immune system, your digestion, your heart rate, your blood sugar levels, your cholesterol and everything else. So you see when you take a step back and you really look at anatomy and we really look at the working of our human body, we learn that there is an intelligence beyond us. But yet human beings think they're over smart, smarter than the human body. But we're built with mechanisms that we can use. Number three, it improves our mood. Number four, it helps us to overcome hurt and pain. You see today, let's say you're going through a breakup. Okay, something isn't going well in your relationship. Someone betrayed you. Someone said something hurtful. The first thing that we do is we embrace the emotion. We feel it, but then we try to numb it. So we go and we speak to 10 friends and we want 10 friends to say good things, validate us, justify us so we feel better. Or we go shopping or we take the drugs, we take the alcohol, we take the sugar, carbohydrates and all of that stuff. Guess what? What if you really embrace that pain and actually cried? Because the crying will actually help you to feel better and overcome the obstacles of what you're going through. The same way we try to find the root cause of your disease, try to find the root cause of your emotion. Because if you have to cry it out, guess what? We can overcome that grief or that hurt or that pain, that pain way, way quicker. Let me give you an example. Today when someone in the family dies, a close relation or whoever it is, people hardly grieve anymore. We're sad, we cry initially, but we don't go through the grieving process like our ancestors would go through. Whether it's five days or seven days or ten days, there was a ceremony attached. But you went through a grieving process. You cried, you grieved together as a family. So everything comes out of your system. Doesn't mean all your hurt and pain will go, but it comes out of your system. So grieving is a way of overcoming your hurt, your pain, the loss of a loved one, the loss of anyone. It helps us overcome that so we can get back to our lives. Of course, that instance in our life, even way after the grieving process, we remember that person. We may cry a little bit, but we feel better. But the problem with most people is they don't grieve completely. They go back to their lives. They try to distract themselves from the pain of loss. They try to distract themselves by numbing themselves socially or with drugs, alcohol, shopping, sugar, whatever it is I said. But that emotion that you've pushed back in you always comes up. It has to come up. A suppressed emotion has to come up no matter how much you're suppressing it. And when it comes up, it hits you really bad. So you see, sometimes the grieving process, go ahead. You don't want to cry in front of other people. Go lock yourself in a room. Cry as much as you can because that is a mechanism that is inbuilt in us to help us get better, to help us through survival, to help us to adapt to every single day. It is a natural mechanism. Okay, it also brings emotional balance. Like I said, we can cry when we're happy. We can cry when... Uh, someone says something nice about us. We can cry when you've done a good deed and you feel so good about yourself. So you see, crying also brings an emotional balance. And the last point, it helps you sleep better. So if there's something that's stressing you out, some hurt or pain that you're going through, try to cry it out before you go to bed, genuinely. To genuinely cry, genuinely embrace your emotion. Go through the pain. You see, most psychology today teaches us to distract ourselves. But if you look at original psychology, it teaches you to feel the emotion completely. Go through that tough journey once and for all. Feel it once and for all. And then you can overcome it. With grieving, crying, your emotional support, psychologists, psychiatrists, all of that stuff. But today, we're taught to create distractions. Go speak to more friends. Go do all of that. I don't have a problem with that. That's not your solution. 
you are only numbing the emotion which at some point has to come up irrespective of the counseling you're doing and irrespective of the amount of psychiatric drugs that you are on. Take your drugs, do your counseling, but understand at some point you've got to face that emotion on your own or with the help of someone else. So cry. It's as simple as that. Sometimes you may want to pick up something that's hurt you a long time ago and if it's still hurting you, that means you've still not embraced it or faced it head on. If it means you got to sit and cry, even though it brings up all of the, those images and that whole incident again, do it once and for all. But they, these are the health benefits and that's why we cry. The human body hasn't made any mechanism that is useless. A long time ago, people said the gallbladder was useless. People said the spleen was useless. People said the appendix was useless. Today, science is showing us that it isn't useless and all of them have important roles to play in the human body. So embrace your emotions. If you're a puppet to society, you will be a puppet to society. You try to be strong all the time, but behind that, behind closed doors, you're drinking alcohol, you're smoking drugs, you're taking drugs because you're weak. It's okay if you're weak and you have to cry, but you are better off being weak and solving out your solving your problem once and for all. Once and for all, solving that problem rather than trying to be strong and try to carry a facade, which after a while becomes so so heavy and so confusing that most people don't even know who they are anymore. Go behind closed doors or cry. Find a good friend and cry. Get it over with once. And this is how we improve our emotional health and our physical health. Because crying will also have a positive impact on your physical health. All the suppressed stress is causing every possible disease today. From cancer to cardiovascular to Alzheimer's and everything else. Not the only cause, but multifactorial. So you want to overcome that stress by embracing the emotion once and for all and crying it out. Have a great day, everyone. Until next time, eat smart, move more, sleep right, and breathe deep.